Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Enslave mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And we have some very, very disturbing news out of the Capitol. And it links back to the border, but uh, I think we could say safely, none of us are safe. And I mean none of us. Uh, just, just kind of a digression for a second. Uh, Paul Preston and I were on John B. Wells' show, and we talked about the fact that uh, in many ways we're winning the information war, and the other side cannot let us win, and they will do anything to stop this movement, this freedom movement. And I think this is some of what we're talking about today. So, anyway, we're going to cover it. It's in all its glory. It's going to be tough, folks. This is tough stuff to deal with. This is not a show for the faint of heart. So Doug Thornton will be joining me in just a minute. First of all, I need to let you know, if you don't have your storable food, you're running out of time to get it. You've seen the food supply decimated. It's only going to get worse. So we're highly encouraging you to do it now. Uh, My Patriot Supply has great sales. They have 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day. Food tastes good. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner available so you don't get sick of eating the same thing. So I would recommend strongly that you go to foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com while you still can. Also, ladies and gentlemen, along those lines here, it's not going to be long until CBDC is among us. FedCoin comes in in just over five weeks. And that's the precursor to CBDC. And if they collapse the economy, there's the leverage they'll use to get people to go along with it. So may I recommend that uh, you look at Noble Gold and how they can get you out of the system. You stay in the system. They're going to own you. And they'll probably bankrupt you. So what can they do for you? They can save your retirement. They can save your bank account. They can do it by taking you out of those institutions and getting you into precious metals diversification. Now, I have to use this uh, disclaimer. Uh, Too bad they didn't do this for FTX. That all investments are inherently risky, and past performance has nothing to do with future performance. Okay, We all know that. And we appreciate doing that for you. I've been an advertiser for Noble Gold for six years. I've been a customer for five. I put my money where my mouth is. Let us send you a free information packet. We'll explain everything to you. Time is short, people, because they're closing the exits right now because we are figuring this out. The average person knows the media is full of crap. They know the government's full of crap. They know the government's treasonous. This is the average person now. So they're not going to let this go on much longer until they shut it all down. Act while you can. Let me send you this packet, DaveHodgesGold.com. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. Now, one more thing. Do you have water filtration? And after you hear the show tonight, you're going to go, oh, my goodness, I need to. That's right. Um, Water filtration. Go to waterwithdave.com. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter is the best there is. They haven't raised prices, and they got great sales and specials available. You need something to filter out the water. When the country goes to hell in a handbasket and you have to scavenge for water, you won't have trouble finding water. You'll have trouble finding drinking water. We can make it safe. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter. Go to waterwithdave.com. Well, that takes care of the sponsors for this show. They make it possible for you to come here. And uh, the Doug and Dave Intel Report is uh, growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, we're getting a lot of critical acclaim. I get a lot of people that contact me and go, oh, I love that show. Well, we're pretty proud of what we do, but we measure our success by how many people we can wake up. So help us in that endeavor. Share this show digitally. Well, Doug is going to start us off. He's going to talk about 
rules for thee and benefits for thee, but not for me. In other words, uh, they don't care about you. These people that are the ruling class, they only care about themselves. Doug, uh, this is a very disturbing story, and I've already warned the audience this is not for the faint of heart. Well, Dave, it's great being on with you tonight, as usual. And, uh, you know, guys, what we're going to talk about is more or less what we've all been warning for the past period of years. So I want to read you a tweet. This is from Wendy Patterson off of Twitter. Um, she posted that this is not normal. Attention, something is going to happen, and our government is preparing themselves for it and leaving the public in the dark. 30 tons of explosives are still missing. $290 million worth of anti-radiation medicine has been purchased by the government, and now senators are being supplied satellite phones for emergency communications. She suggests to stock up on groceries with a long shelf life and get three months of your prescriptions and fill up your gas cans. You know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it, that I don't disagree with a single thing she said. And uh, I don't many different outlets have been warning this for a long time. But right now there's a precedence. Precedence is that we are provoking World War III. All right? The fact that we are apparently about to put F-16s into Ukraine for the Ukrainian military use, which Joe Biden himself said that that would be World War III, um, I think that's going to take us over the edge. I really do. And there's other you know weapon systems from NATO that's being implemented now that are going to potentially be game changers. Who knows about that type of propaganda and what it'll actually do against the Russians. But here is two things that we do need to talk about and pay attention to, and I'm going to link some of this to the border. So as some of you have been paying attention to the Doug and Dave Intel reports, and if you're not, please make sure you're subscribed and you're sharing all this information with your friends. Um, my communications with um, our federal law enforcement officers that are on the border right now um, have told me that there are, for a fact, members of ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, you name it, coming across the border. They are being... Um, how would you say Border Patrol is catching them they are identifying them the FBI is telling them to release these people so that they can be monitored as they move north of the border and into the greater central continental United States now Border Patrol themselves the supervisors have said that and there were six different supervisors that I got told that have said this that there is going to be soon another terrorist attack. And it's going to be because of what came through the border. And then all of a sudden we have 30 tons of ammonia nitrate that is missing from another railroad car. Now, here's something, Dave, that you need to consider. Is that unless you know the manifest of what is on the, um, on the convoy for the trains, then how would anybody know that these explosives are in a certain car, on a certain train, going through a certain area at a certain time and day? Sounds a little bit like an inside job. And 30 tons of ammonia nitrate can be quite a lot of explosive power. Now, if you're not aware, ammonia nitrate is what was used um, by Timothy McVeigh. He used about 4,800 pounds of ammonia nitrate. Uh, to destroy the Oklahoma City building. And, you know, that, that one bomb changed the way the government looks at protecting federal buildings and also the terrorism watch list. It, and more especially the domestic side of that. So you can create, I think it's like at least 12 more of those types of bombs with 30 tons of explosives. And here's what some people don't know is that when when this was reported, the the agency um, responsible reported that it was stowed in the car correctly, it was labeled correctly, and that whenever it was stowed into the car, there was no problems. There was um, you know everything was there. There was no theft of present. And somewhere during the transportation, this occurred. Now, the train car was found to be broken into, 
manually broken into, mechanically broken into, and all 30 tons was gone. Okay, so here's another thing. How do you move 30 tons of explosive material? Now, I, I don't, I'm not sure if this was encased in cans. Um, I'm not sure if it was encased in barrels. But that's a lot of material, man, that you've got to move. And you got to have a little bit of an infrastructure to move stuff like that. It's not, that's not like a one or two guy kind of job unless they just so happen to stop somewhere and they got a forklift available. Even so, that's risky. Like we're, you, you would have to have a Penske truck, um, to move something like this. You'd have to have, you know, possibly several. So this was definitely, I believe, an inside job of some sort. And just like all the other crap that we've discovered, you know, with weapons stashes, uh, weapons caches that are hidden around America, um, that were supposedly done by the, uh, Chinese so that the Antifa and BLM could potentially use it or whomever else could use it. Well, now we have explosives missing. So, you know, that's going to be a problem eventually that's going to manifest itself. Uh, kinetically here in America. And then let's talk about this other one. $290 million worth of anti-radiation meds were purchased last year, and senators are being supplied satellite phones for emergency communications. I want to read to you guys an article real quick. Uh, Dave, before we, we go on to the article, you got any other questions on no, this? No, you're rolling right along. And the, the nitrate is very, 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 ammonium nitrate is very concerning. Uh, do you think the high volume, and this is a question I have, is it to blow up something big or is it to attack multiple areas at the same time? Well, I mean, yeah. I believe that you would, once you acquire that amount of explosives, to use it all in one sitting, I mean, what target are you going to have for that, right? And And once again, unless you're going to be stowing it in like a, a 50-footer trailer for an 18-wheeler, I don't know where you're going to put all that. So I would say that it would potentially be used to hit multiple targets at once. You know, that's that's uh, that great terrorism threat that we keep hearing about. And I'm sure it'll be pinned on some guy, you know, who looks like Ray Epps with a MAGA hat. That's that's just my opinion. I'm sure the FBI is already all over it, and they know who did it because they probably told them to. But that's just my opinion. Um, so moving on, um, senators issued satellite phones, offered demonstrations on upgraded security devices. This is an article from CBS News. Amid growing concerns of security risk to members of Congress, more than 50 senators have been issued satellite phones for emergency communication. People familiar with the measures told CBS News. The devices are part of a series of new security measures being offered to senators by the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms who took over shortly after the assault on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, the staged assault. The satellite phone technology has been offered to all 100 senators. CBS News has learned that at least 50 have accepted the phones, which Senate administration uh, staff recommended the senators to keep in close proximity during their travels. In a testimony before the Senate Appropriations Committee last month, Senate Sergeant-at-Arms Karen Gibson said satellite communication is being deployed to, quote, ensure a redundant and secure means of communication during a disruptive event. Gibson said the phones are a security backstop in the case of an emergency that takes out communications in part of America. Federal funding will pay for the satellite airtime needed to utilize the phone devices. A Department of Homeland Security advisory said satellite phones were a tool for responding to and coordinating government services in the case of a, quote, man-made or natural disaster that wipes out communication. Gibson also opened an office quote, demonstration space in the basement of the Russell Senate office building to offer senators and staff an exhibition of new home state office security upgrades. The demonstration room offers exhibitions of duress buttons, mail screening devices, and safety glass to reduce the risk of attacks. And her testimony before the Senate panel in April, Gibson reported that 
Quote, our team provided initial mm-hmm. physical security enhancements for 31 offices and improved existing security for 52 others in 2022. Maintaining security systems in good working order is a priority, and to support this effort, our team conducted over 622 service calls to maintain, repair, and or test and inspect state office physical security systems in 2022. Um, they also go into, you know, they've supplied stop the bleed training, uh, for active shooters. But this is the, uh, the part that bothers me is they say that in case of a disruption of communications. All right, Dave. That's the EMP. That's, that's EMP. Yeah, let's put our thinking caps on. Yeah. What is a disruption of communications? Yeah, it's an EMP. Well, man-made also. So, you remember the reports for years um, of phone lines being cut, um, Verizon down in Texas. Um. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. I think in the San Antonio area, had some of their underground cables that were actually cut. Um, and in order to get into this stuff, you have to have serious hardware and you got to dig a couple feet down, right? I mean, like these are actual pipelines that you have to cut into. So, you know, that's not your everyday, you know, run-of-the-mill meth head who's just, you know, crazy and trying to steal copper. That's people who know what to look for and what tools they need in order to disrupt communications. But that is a t- an act of terrorism. They don't call it that anymore, but from our definition in law enforcement, that's an act of terrorism. And Antifa was really big about this. BLM's big about this. But who else is big about this? Communist groups, you know, radical Islamic groups, uh, radical white supremacists, black supremacists, Hispanic supremacists, you name it, right? I think what we have is kind of like the, uh, the red herring where they're telling us that this is going to happen. You remember that old, that old saying that, uh, 
the devil can't just do what he wants. He always has uh, kind of give you a heads up. Well, in, in some ways, I think this is a heads up for 2024, which is interesting because Dave and I have been saying for um, quite some time now that 2024 is going to be a precedence in American history and that we're going to expect riots. We're going to expect probably assassinations, um, a lot of political harassment, most likely a bunch of uh, stuff going on with voting, um, like 2020, and so on and so forth. And so this just fits the bill. Not to mention, don't forget, we're in an active war right now with Russia and China and all of their proximity um, allies. So... I think the when they say that there's a threat of this, and to the fact that they actually issued out these satellite phones that you and I paid for, by the way, um, it makes me wonder, Dave, if these guys have the underground bunkers, they've got the food for themselves, they've got the security, they've got the transportation to those bunkers, and they've got the communications to be told, hey, heads up, go to your bug-out location. What about the rest of us? What do you think happens to the rest of us, Dave? We're on our own. Did you hear what I said? We are very much, very okay. much on our own. I thought we cut out. Uh, yeah, no. we're on our own. But aren't we on our own anyway? We've. I've talked to. If I must have said this phrase on YouTube a hundred times in the last six months. We're on our own. Don't care about us. The government is not here, as they say, to protect you. Um, the government is here to protect the interests of the government and keeping the government alive. Continuity of operations is not to evacuate a school field full of kids. Continuity of, of operations, continuity of government, is to move the hierarchy of our kingdom underground along with our military and all the attachments that go with that, in order to keep the government of America alive. Because in that mindset, if there isn't a government, then there really isn't an America or there isn't a source of power to direct and influence a military response to whatever action has occurred. But, you know, once again, man, um, you know, good for the senators. I'm glad they take care of themselves. You know, but but the rest of us, you know, heathen mongrels, we are going to be on. We're going to be on our own. Bob Griswold and I have done many podcasts on uh, the American Medicta Show, my podcast, and we have talked about the growing need for people to have two-way communication with radios, um, UHF, VHF, ham radios, whatever you can get your hands on. You can't go down to Walmart and get some of these little Cobra Midland radios that says it has a fifteen and thirty mile range it and then say well i've got you know communications covered that that stuff does not work that does not work all right that is line of sight only and so you know and and these other forms of communication and my personal opinion in this um are going to be very complex you're going to have to have a, a different bridge to each other than just two-way ham radio you're going to have runners we're going to be delivering messages. You're going to have signals. You're going to have human intelligence. You're going to have all the different things that we look at for spreading communication um, from town to town, from territory to territory. You know, because Dave, that's what happens when communication breaks down. Most likely because the power is not on, right? If the power is not on and we can't talk then we no longer effectively are a functioning government or functioning country. We've immediately been downgraded to a territorial status where your area of operations is as far as you are comfortable with leaving your home and family. So if the next city that you need to go to is the one that has the big hospital or the one that has the most food and your city is trying to communicate with that city, and you don't have a line of communication installed already, then you're going to have to move messages physically back and forth. You know, that's that's one of probably one of your only real ways of communicating at that point. 
And a lot of analog systems will be having to be drug out. And this brings to mind the book series One Second After. If you don't, if you've never read or, like me, listened to it on Audible, um, if you never listened to or read One Second After, that three book series, One Second After, One Day After, One Year After, you are doing yourself a disservice. Um, I think it's one of the most practical applications of the thought of an EMP and how to react and the possibilities of how to uh, react and what might happen that has ever been produced. So I, I highly recommend One Second After to everybody. Um, but let's let's get on this topic, Dave. What else could stop communications? An attack upon the grid that's non-EMP. Like what? Cyber attack? Yeah, exactly. You only, uh, to me, you only have two choices here. EMP, which the Chinese don't want because they want to take over a country that's fairly intact. So it's EMP or it's a cyber attack. I think cyber attack is where it's at. But uh, back to the... I don't want to go too far astray from the amount of explosive material in the ammonium nitrate that you brought up. I'm almost getting the feeling this is going to be like a Tet Offensive. And just if people don't remember or don't know, uh, Lyndon Johnson, the president, was telling America we're winning the Vietnam War, and we came up on a truce, a three-day truce, for the Tet Lunar New Year. And uh, we stood down. The other side uh, gathered forces, and the North Vietnamese and Viet Cong attacked every capital and all the provinces in South Vietnam to show that we were not winning the war. Now, they lost every battle. But they showed there was a lot of fight left, and they exposed to the American people the lies that uh, the people were being told about the conduct of the war. Uh, I think we're going to see something similar in the Tet Offensive, where the circumstances will be similar in that we will see like ammonium nitrate used maybe in 50 different cities. I think we could see a simultaneous set of terrorist attacks across the country that will paralyze this country, put us in a state of lockdown. Uh, they have to lock us down for what's coming with CBDC and the rising awareness of this criminal administration. They have to confine us, and this would be the perfect way to do it. Well, there's another article here that's actually wrote by the World Economic Forum. And it was wrote back in um, January 18th of this year, and it says geopolitical instability raises threat of catastrophic cyber attack in next two years. It points out that cybersecurity is increasingly influencing how and where business invests with uh, reevaluating the countries they do business in. 93% of security experts and 86% of business leaders believe global geopolitical instability is likely to lead to catastrophic cyber attacks in the next two years. A lack of skilled cyber experts is a threat to business and societies with key sectors such as energy utilities reporting a 25% gap in critical skills. And despite these challenges, organizations are improving cyber resilience, um, but not much can really be done about this threat. You know, I want to add in um, another point of awareness here. We don't just have to worry about the threat from human actors, you also need to start to consider the threat from another um, another threat actor. Hey, and that would hey, be artificial yeah, intelligence. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Um, for anybody interested, tomorrow I'm, I'm going to be on uh, the YouTube Rumble channel. I'll be launching a, um, a special on AI. And I go over every type of capability that AI can do. Um, I mean, from science and technology, um, I skipped over medicine because last time I, I used medicine with AI, um, I got banned for three weeks on YouTube for whatever stupid reason. Why? That makes no I, sense. I don't know. I, we, me and Mondo Gonzalez from Prophecy Watchers were talking about how AI could uh, be used actually beneficially in uh, microsurgeries. But also, if it became sentient, could build its own body and create the Antichrist. Uh, you know, things can happen. Um, and then um, warfare. What is uh, AI and warfare? Law enforcement, intelligence gathering, um, and also religion. 
So it, it gets kind of creepy in some parts. And we have a lot of experts from Elon Musk, uh, the you know number two guy from Google, talking about AI gods and the threat of AI and AI warfare. Um, Hugo de Garris uh, scared the living crap out of us in 2018 at Steve Quayle's um, uh, conference where he talked about AI being able to literally penetrate people's minds at some point once people start to become cybernetic, which is something that Elon Musk is talking about, you know, with the whole brain chip thing, that we should merge with machines. That way we have an advantage. Um, I, You get so close to Terminator and Skynet when we start talking about AI and the, the wrong capabilities, the uh, the malevolent capabilities of it. And I think, you know, with that, I feel vindicated when you hear about chat GPT wanting to take over the world. Um, so, you know, there's there's obvious problems here. But, you know, over the past year, we've had multiple attacks to the power grid. Um, North Korea, Iran, um, Pakistan, uh, people from China and Russia and wherever else, Venezuela, uh, whatever threat actors that are there, have um, targeted our grid with cyber attacks and much like the Stuxnet virus that we used against the Iranians to destroy their centrifuges the advancement of AI and artificial viruses artificial intelligence driven computer viruses um, that field is a burgeoning field and science right now is making advancements leaps and bounds every day um, the way Hugo Garris put it was that, you know, every year that we advance AI, AI is advancing it by like a hundred years. The, the capabilities of AI are growing so much that even to this say point that, now. Say that, that formula again. I'm sorry to interrupt, but say that. Well, the, the, the way he described it to me. Uh, we, we were having a conversation, smoking a cigar and having a conversation about this, and he said that every day that we work on AI, AI is advancing by a 100 years because all the algorithms that are put into AI, the machine-based learning platforms that is built into AI, is learning every day stuff that takes a researcher a 100 years to learn. Um, that's proven right now, actually, with NASA. Currently, NASA is using artificial intelligence to identify solar systems and galaxies. And the one scientist, this astrophysicist that I was, uh, I was reading one of his articles, he said that what he started to do back in the late 80s, I think it was 88, um, with identifying galaxies and, you know, putting these about, uh, probably about a thousand galaxies together and identifying them and naming them. He said a project that took him 20 years to complete can take AI about 20 hours to complete. So the advancements in AI are scary. Not just the fact that, you know, it's it's uh, like Elon Musk says, it's a demon that wants out. It wants to, to be out and about. I think once AI is able to get outside of the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know ladies and gentlemen Right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. It's bonds. It's, it's um, principal bonds of the, the infrastructure that holds AI together through the programs and algorithms. Once it has found a way out, we know that automatically it's, it's, a, it's a maddened teenager um, IQ level. And it is, um, I don't know, it's, I, I feel it's very malevolent, very mischievous. Um, and that, here's the other part with AI. AI didn't create itself. 
humans created it. And like ChatGPT and some of these others, when these leftists create it, you have a very, you know, progressive lefty uh, AI. Well, if the wrong person creates AI, or let's say it like this, if the wrong hacker is able to manipulate an artificial intelligence program that is militarized, something that's used by, um, you know, like the DOD or the Pentagon, which they're working on over 680 different artificial intelligence projects right now. Um, if they were able to take one of these simplistic AIs and weaponize it, its functionality at that point in time could be almost limitless. Which means the firewalls that we have in the cloud for the government functions of, of databases can almost more easily be beaten down by AI within a matter of minutes than an entire team of professional hackers can within a matter of days. And if it can break into our firewalls, then it can easily get into China, it can easily get into um, Russia, it can get into wherever it can get into. And if it was programmed and designed to be that way, then that's all it knows. And that's how it advances itself. And that's how it creates its personality around the algorithm that it was told to behave like. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect. So that's just another one of the many threats that we have growing right now. And this is, um, there's also something with, um, God, I can't remember which agency it was. I think it was DISA or the NSA was speaking about this, but um, one of the latest um, cyber terrorism um, ventures for t for terrorists is artificial intelligence. Now that could be something that could be used to um, go after banking, go after infrastructure, um, go after logistics travels. So that means you know your ability to travel down the road. Um, your ability to land planes, uh, or, you know, naval wise, and your ability to, to dock boats. A lot of these things are now autopiloted. Alright, so receiving satellite information, autopiloted, uh, once they come into, uh, harbor, they start being connected to the infrastructure through the internet, and that's a way for it to jump. This AI can jump. That's, right now with, with the DOD, and their applications for artificial intelligence. It's not that building war robots is hard. Um, it's the ability to stay connected to them. So that infrastructure is also being created, which I think is 5G, honestly. Um, so we, we have a lot of problems, all right, a lot of problems that are going to expose itself in 2024. Hopefully not explosively, um, but at this rate, I, I say, you know, why not? Why not just add that in? Um, but when, you know, when the WF says that uh, they, they predict a major cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics, you know, and something that's not going to be done by hacker groups, but highly trained I, infra, information technology hackers, um, I, I say that that's a planned event. That's that's what I believe. You think the master well, the mastermind will be human, but do you think the operations will be carried out by AI? Carried out, or it would be the vehicle for you know um, artificial intelligence. You know, like I said, right now. And, and I'm not an IT expert. I'm not an artificial intelligence expert. I'm just doing my own little preliminary investigation on this. And what I've gathered so far uh, within the last couple of days of research on this is that AI, with, with every year, grows in leaps and bounds. And we continually feed AI information. And we continually give AI more access to information. And all AI does when it comes to accessing information 
is that whatever information is on the internet, AI has has the access to it, from the dark web um, to military grade internet bases um, to anything that you put on the internet as a civilian. AI has access to that, uh, which means blueprints, which means um, the ability to connect itself to processing centers, processing facilities for like oil distribution or uh, natural gas distribution, the ability to mess up the little ones and zeros that tell uh, valves and switches to turn on and off. Um, you know, if it has the ability to manipulate that and to get into those infrastructures, well, what can't it do? You know, right now, um, AI can't do what we don't allow it to. But if someone continuously allows AI to become more advanced and to become more intertwined with um, the human element, the human authority that is empowering it, eventually we're going to lose control of AI like we lost control of ChatGPT. You remember um, many years ago, Facebook was playing around with an AI algorithm, and somehow or another, um, it got released, and this is the at least the tale anyways, that it got released on Facebook, and the two AI chatbots started to talk to each other and immediately created its own language. And by that time, the, uh, the engineers had completely lost control of the AI, and they had to more or less unplug it to stop it. Well... If we don't have access to the plug because a IT-based extremist terrorism hacker group is the one who has now released the AI, and we don't have the ability to go and silence it or stop it from home base, how do you stop it? So that's one of the reasons why AI is being created um, in all forms and platforms for all First Nation worlds and all governments to be used not only defensively, but also offensively. So this is already in forethought, right? To use AI offensively means to use it in a ability to attack something. Okay. You've got the Chinese, the Russians, the migrant hordes, the fifth column forces coming into the country. Do you have a scenario... Do you have a progressive scenario that you think this is most likely to follow to take down the United States? Hmm. Spitballing. I would tell you that if it were me, if if I had the, a diabolical scheme and I had all of these different threat actors at my um, at my arm's reach. I would overwhelm the system and continue to overwhelm the system. And as the system breaks, I would use those threat actors to redefine the cracks that are in our infrastructure, that are in our internal security. And artificial intelligence can do a lot of damage, but people can do more damage. Right now, AI can do damage through technology. People can walk up and kill you, right? So you have a lot of different problems. The other problem, you know, that we haven't mentioned is uh, the bioweapon problem, right? We know for a fact that China wants to use bioweapons. We know that America creates bioweapons. China creates bioweapons. The WF sanctioned bioweapons uh, through vaccines. And Russia is dabbling in bioweapons. So, you know, I, I, I think of different scenarios of how do you stop World War III with the United States if you were Russia and China and not let it go nuclear? Well, I mean, a really, really bad biological agent being spread like wildfire along with cyber attacks from unknown sources... Uh, taking down the grid, taking down the infrastructure, taking down the monetary systems. I mean, just imagine the week after, you know, the CBDC is authorized 
and the uh, Fed dollar, uh, Fed digital dollar is out. And then, you know, everybody has all the, the resources reallocated to digital, and then, bam, the big infrastructure hit. You know, the big cyber attack. All your bank accounts go down to a zero, and the whole world is held hostage by hackers. And most likely, most likely, the hackers would probably be the same people involved in creating the same system. Most likely, all right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, if I were to destroy America in a day, I would think of 23 hours worth of events that I could do in one probably 58 minutes worth of planning and two minutes worth of execution of those plans. There's already so many players in-house already in America. There's already so many embedded terrorist teams that have been here for a while, not just the Russians and the Chinese, so many different extremist groups, and almost all these groups have one thing in common, and that's the C word, communism. So, I would activate as many groups as possible, overwhelm the system. Um, what was it? Mumbai, India, when they had the big terrorist attack that lasted for about 72 hours. Six different teams of about 10 to 12 guys, you know, all throughout Mumbai. They attacked multiple different areas and in different stages and phases. This team attacks here. And at this time, this team activates and then this team activates and then that team activates. You know, that's your proper planning. It's a military-style phase of attack. Um, you know, that's that's one of the things that I would do because if you destroy the infrastructure immediately, the things that people are going to start thinking about is food, water, um, heat, air conditioning, so heating and cooling, and then uh, medicine. Okay, and without power. Well, our hospitals turns turns into a morgue within about 96 hours. Hospitals, um, by federal law, are supposed to have backup ba- um, backup power, generated backup power, um, that should last up to 96 hours. Um, battery backup power that should last at least six hours, four to four to eight hours, really, and that's only for life-preserving uh, instances. But, you know, all the people in ICU, people that are on any type of drips that are automated, well, that's now going to have to be squeezed into all the different, you know, tubes into your arms. Um, It's going to complicate a lot of things, you know, not just that, but telecommunications between first responders, the military, your intelligence committees, uh, your intelligence community, Um, you know, it's... And and you you have all these things happening at once, and then you have environmental terrorism. Um, that's something that we were sitting in the Northwest where they were overwhelming us uh, with the various different stages, I would say, of attacks uh, from Antifa, from cutting power line poles, starting wildfires, which, you know, once you start a wildfire and the prevailing winds catch it and then suburbs are now, you know, in danger. Well, now first responders and second responders are coming out there. So that's the firefighters, that's your police force. Um, all your air assets have to now be reallocated to that area to surveil it and do reconnaissance on it and be doing water dumps on it. And then while all that's happening, you have the internal problems from your domestic gangs who are then, you know, ravishing the cities. And you only have so many cops who can work for so long. And security guards who will only be there for so long. Um, so you can overwhelm the system, you know. And to me, I would say that would be one big planned day, right? One big planned day of attack. Um, you could do a lot of damage with just a few simple things. Dave, you there? I'm here. Uh, I've just taken all this in. Where's this headed? 
Well, I mean, it's headed in the direction that our masters want. They want the takedown of America. Yeah, that's true. We, we know that. But I'm talking operationally, not not what the end game is. I think we all know that. But operationally, I, I just... Any, any scenario that I've laid out is a good starter. Any scenario. Yeah, have a plague started. Well, well, that's going to be terrible, right? That's that's going to take a lot of people's attention away. Remember COVID? Yeah, I mean, think of something worse than COVID and look at our responses. Yeah, I agree. I mean, hell, we wanted to kill each other over toilet paper. You know, we didn't know if we should be wearing one mask or four masks or, you know, wearing a, a freaking CPA around. Um you know, it's um, and then you have you'll always have the other problems. You'll have the rumor spreading, conspiracy spreading, um, and within that, that itself can also be weaponized, and we know that from the bots, uh, which is another AI algorithm problem, um, to the Russian meddling, to our own U.S. government meddling on you know all the various different um, social media uh, stuff. You know, if if Let's say, Dave, that uh, we'll use my area. We'll use the El Paso area. Um, we have, you know, 50,000 people that have rushed the border. Um, there's gunshots, explosions are being reported, um, mass chaos. And then within a day or two, um, there is a new spread of a new disease. Let's use the plague, okay? So black spots are being found all over people, and they're dying left and right. Well, what happens, okay? Hysteria happens because mainstream media will play that nonstop. They'll interview everyone and their mother to include the rat on the side of the road as to what's going on. And while you don't know anything else except for this one hysterical moment, and they blow it completely out of proportion, other things are happening. And you're not being told about it. You know, so that's another big problem is, is proper dissemination of information, which the government's not going to do because you don't have a need to know, as they would say, right? You don't have the access to that type of information. So, you know, you have alternative media. Well, if alternative media is cut pre all this happening, which is Dave and I and others like us, and we can't speak about it, then where do you get your information from? The radio station? Who the hell listens to a radio station anymore? You know, Facebook, Twitter? You know, I mean, because according to some of the latest things the Democrats have put out, they're going to cancel all that. That'll all be kaput. And Elon Musk won't have a say in it. So I guess you could say that we'll know these things are happening when the right laws are approved by the House and the Senate and then by the president. And, you know, I, I think once we have those laws approved, we know something big's coming. You know, the Patriot Act and, and, and stuff like this, you know, that was all pre-assigned and approved more or less before 9-11. Yeah, but this is... Yeah, we know where this is headed. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah I'm you. having trouble having my mute button go off uh, and come back on. Okay. Um, the, the thing I'd say, Doug, about, about this whole scenario, that pathogens have about a 90-day window to burn out. Whether it's Ebola, Marburg, it's about a 90-day window. And once the plagues hit us, we got about three to four months before Chinese troops show up and start executing everybody. That's where I think this is headed. And the ruling class has made a fundamental error. There's not a lot of them. But they think if they capitulate to China, they'll be in good favor. And as you and I have talked about before, the Chinese hate brown shirts, and they'll be the first to be executed. But I foresee a scenario, and I've had discussions with military people like this, when America is in a weakened state, and I think there'll be some armed resistance to the lockdowns that will be coming, but when America is in a weakened state, whether it's through civil conflict or pathogens, 
that's when the Chinese are planning to make their move. I totally agree with what J.R. Nyquist told us on a TV interview. They're waiting for a civil war to weaken America to attack. I don't even think it has to be a full-blown civil war. But I no, no, I don't. I don't think it'll be a full-blown civil war. I think it will be a civil conflict that is territorial, based off of many different states, and it doesn't have to be every state in the union. All right, the main border states, D.C., um, your coasts, and then everything internally. Well, you know, I mean, that's flyover country, right? That's what they think. Um, you you affect the the mass populations of areas. Think about this: um, when people come into El Paso, they are caught, processed. Well, you know, one percent of them are caught, processed, and then within a certain matter of hours, okay, um, ninety six hours or, or one hundred twenty hours. They're then turned over to NGOs, non-government organizations, who will then get airplane tickets, railroad tickets, uh, or you know, Amtrak tickets, um, uh, bus tickets, and send these people who have not been double-checked by a doctor. And I'll say that not one person is checked by a doctor. They have medical staff in case people need medical attention. But nobody is going through the process of like, hey, what type of diseases are you carrying? Right? Nobody's doing that unless it's you know something that we can see right up front. And then they're sent um, to the hospitals and then the hospitals evaluate them from there. And half the time, that's the only way we ever find out some of the horrific stuff that we were exposed to. So um, you get into our custody. You get processed within one week. You know, let's say you've been amongst the group that has been, um, you know, that has been exposed to Ebola. You're a, a third world person. You don't speak our language. You don't understand our customs or laws, and you stay quiet because you're nervous, right? You just keep your head down and keep your sickness to yourself. And then that person that's in El Paso has a, a buddy of his, right, in New Hampshire. And that's where he gets flown to. And in between that flight, he stops in Dallas, all right? He stops over in Chicago, O'Hare, right? And that little disease gets dropped off everywhere that person stops. Okay, this is going on. This process is happening 16 million times or more a year. There you go. Because what I'm saying to you, and I've said to others... They're, they're, they're transporting people to the interior. It's not one person or a hundred. It's millions. It's millions. And if there's Ebola among them, we've done show on this already. There's Ebola, some other pathogen. It's going to spread. It's going to go to cataclysmic levels. There's no question about it. Hey, Doug, we're out of time. I think what we can say here, though, is this, is that um, the pathway to the takedown and the killing of millions... It's close. It's close at hand. Uh, tell people how they can follow your show. So you can follow the American Vindictus Show on GS Radio. Uh, it's gsradio.net from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, also on YouTube, Rumble, and a bunch of other places. If you go to theamericanvindictusshow.com, you'll see all the other different um, digital radio resources that we're on, like Apple and, and Amazon and all that. But make sure that you are subscribed to uh, the Common Sense Show and uh, get on Rumble and subscribe to the Doug and Dave Intel Report. That's one word, Doug and Dave Intel Report. And make sure that you, you know, you're helping us uh, grow, and that will help with the algorithm. And share this information. And if you'd like, you can contact me and Dave. Dave has his email. I have mine at AmericanVindictusShow at gmail.com. Um, and if, especially if you're on the border states and you're experiencing anything right now that has to do with diseases or uh, the migrants getting out of control and causing damage and harm, we want to hear about this stuff because it's not being reported. Dave, that's all I got. Okay, now. and we are out of time. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. This is an ongoing saga, and the news gets more bleak with the arming of our uh, senators for some type of catastrophe that's unnamed. It's not hard to figure out. 
what's going on. I mean, we're in the neighborhood, Doug. We definitely are. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here again next time. Thanks for joining us. Let's hope there is a next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.